The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. The Lansing School District is a strategic partner and it is with great pleasure that I welcome to the microphone as our master of ceremonies in the person of Yvonne Kamul Canal, superintendent of Lansing School District. Good evening and welcome, welcome to Patton Gill Academy. We are so excited to host the 2018 Lansing State of the City Address. My name is Yvonne Kamal Kanul, and I am honored to serve as the Master of Ceremonies for tonight's program. As superintendent of the Lansing School District, I am thrilled that Mayor Shore is committed to a strong partnership between the city and our educational community. And this commitment is more than just words. Upon being elected, Mayor Shore formed an education transition subcommittee of well-respected leaders in our community to discuss the essential strategies needed to determine our city's educational success in this 21st century. There was widespread support for a citywide call to action to mobilize all of our resources to support our school community. And as chair of this committee, I was inspired by the tremendous commitment to improving the lives of our students. Our mayor has a clear understanding of the importance of education in Lansing. And we look forward to exciting times ahead for the next generation in the Lansing family. We tell our students, dream big, we'll get you there. With Mayor Shore at the helm of this city, it's sure to happen. And the Lansing School District wants to provide Mayor Shore with the evidence and opportunities for its youngest citizens to dream big. With the innovative and nationally recognized pathway promise, our students are on an educational journey to success. We have taken the notion of choice to a whole new level. Parents and their children can choose a path of study, science, technology, skilled trades, the arts, whatever they want, based on their passion, not on where they live. Upon graduation, students are eligible for the Promise Scholarship. Few communities can compare to this kind of commitment. Many have pointed to Lansing Pathway Promise as being an educational model for the future. In fact, Mayor Shore's own children are enrolled in our New Tech High program and our International Baccalaureate Chinese Immersion program. Recently, our community overwhelmingly passed a $120 million bond to invest in our children by improving facilities and technology, an impossible feat without the support of our visionary Board of Education and community champions like Jack Davis and Joan Bauer and Kelly Dean and Chris Holman. We now have schools under, yeah, yeah. We now have schools under construction with more renovations to start this year. Mayor Shore has been a big supporter of our district and it will be great to have him join us this year as we break ground to move forward for a new 
improved Lansing School District for the future. So thank you for joining us to hear all of the exciting things to come in 2018. And for those of you who wish to share today's event on social media, please use hashtag SOTC2018 and hashtag Love Lansing. <laughs> Before we begin our formal ceremonies, you will notice that many of us, many colleagues, are wearing teal ribbons in honor of sexual abuse survivors. I would like to take a moment to recognize friends and colleagues and partners. And on the stage today are seven of our eight city council members. And let's acknowledge President Carol Wood, Patricia Spitzley, Peter Spadafore, Kathy Dunbar, Jeremy Garza, Adam Hussein, and Brian Jackson. Will you please stand? Thank you. Council Vice President Jody Washington was unfortunately unable to attend today. Thank you. If you are an elected official in this room, would you please stand? Thank you. If, if you are a department head for the city of Lansing, please stand. Thank you. If you work for the city, we want to thank you for your service, so please stand. And if you are a school board member, please stand. Thank you. If you work for the Lansing School District, please stand. Thank you. In the cafeteria, we had the pleasure of hearing the music of the Lansing School District's Eastern High School Band and Sexton High School Choir. Can we give them a round of applause? I now ask you to stand, as you are able, for the National Anthem, which will be performed by Reverend Deborah Holt Foster, pastor of Mask Memorial CME Church. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare 
bursting in a gay proof through the night that our flag was still there. Uh, now I'd like to introduce uh, Lieutenant Daryl Green of the U.S. Navy Reserve and Captain of the Lansing Police Department. Daryl will be leading us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Thank you, Daryl, for leading us in the pledge, and thank you for your service. Please join me in welcoming the Bishop Samuel Duncan, the Lansing Church of God in Christ, for our invocation tonight. Good evening. If everyone could just bow their heads at this time and uplift their hearts. Heavenly Father, we recognize you as the almighty and grantor of all life. We thank you for the grace that you have shown towards us this day, and we are certainly grateful. We also thank you for this gathering tonight as we prepare to hear from our newly elected mayor. Our prayer is that you will lead him and guide him as he embarks upon this new journey. We pray for his strength, his well-being, family, and his cabinet. As he faces challenges of leading this city, give him knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to overcome, conquer, and solve the city's problems. Your word declares that the footsteps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So as you lead him, empower him to prosper the city reduce unemployment, heal racial and social divide, and create an environment for this city that is full of love, peace, and safety. Fortify his heart against the naysayers and critics. Protect him and his family from all hurt, harm, and danger. Help him with the tough, hard, and unpopular decisions he will be confronted with. We have been instructed by you in your word to pray for those that have rule over us. Therefore, we pray this night for Mayor Andy Shore, we pray for his success, his vigilance, and we pray for the city of Lansing, believing that great things lie ahead. Amen. Thank you, Bishop Duncan. Now, I'm honored to announce Lansing's mayor, 
Andy Shore. <laughs> I have more. Andy, Andy has only been in office for 37 days, but has accomplished so much already. And I'm excited to hear about all the exciting things he's going to do in 2018. And I know you are too. Mayor Shore, are you ready for your audience? over here. Well, thank you, everyone. Um, I'm going to stall a little bit because, believe it or not, we are a little early, and uh, and we're supposed to be waiting for TV. Um, so I've got kind of the prepared speech. We won't keep you here too long, but I'm going to stall for a minute and um, take a little bit of liberty here. So I'm not using this off speech um, to thank really our, our council members who have been wonderful to work with. Um, in, the, in the first month, I've got council members on both sides. Um, Yvonne and her, uh, the district, have been fantastic. Um, so in the first month, it's been, it's been wonderful so far. So I think I'm going to start. If someone can give me a high sign. Are we waiting on TV? Does it matter? It's live, so all right. Well, but they told me we don't go live till 7, so I'm going to start. I'm going to start. So, well, thank you all for being here. Again, thanks to Yvonne. Um, and thanks to, to the whole school district team, the staff of Patton Gill, for hosting us here in this beautiful auditorium. Um, I know Yvonne has thanked many of you also, and I'm not going to duplicate all those efforts specifically. Uh, however, I do want to thank my lovely wife, Erin, and my children, Ryan and Hannah, who remind me every day that while I may be the mayor, my most important job is as husband and dad. Um, proud to have you have my family here with me today. So, stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. Thank you. Um, also, as I mentioned, thank you to my city council partners uh, for joining me here on stage as we work together to create a great future together in Lansing. Uh, and, and I would be remiss if I didn't recognize that today is Council Member Peter Spadafore's birthday. So thank you, Peter, for spending your special day with all of us here at Pattengill. It's a great party. So last month during the inauguration, I talked about my vision for Lansing and for the, for the future of Lansing. Uh, the tremendous excitement and enthusiasm that I saw during the campaign has continued in my first months in office. Uh, I learned a lot during the blistering pace of the six weeks between Election Day on November 7th and Inauguration on New Year's Day. Uh, I laid out a vision of economic development and jobs, infrastructure investment including roads, strong neighborhoods, and excellent education. And this has resonated within our community, our residents, our visitors, and our workers. I also know that Lansing is united, and that makes us strong and ready for the future. But before we look to the future, we have to recognize the past. 
So I'm happy to say that the state of the city, when we came into office, has put us in position to capitalize on opportunities. Lansing has been growing in many areas, and my administration comes in ready to take advantage of the foundation built by previous Mayor Verge Bonero and the other leaders that have gotten us to this point. The strength of the past has brought us here to this moment, the change that is so important for Lansing's future. And I'll repeat the message of our inauguration and the motto that we've been using daily in my office and, on my, and in my administration, Lansing's time is now. I've been in office for... <laughs> So I've been in office for 37 days, um, and clearly there is still a lot to learn. But I am proud to say we've accomplished a lot. And the energy that we've brought to this office in the first few weeks will continue every day that I'm mayor and serving the people of Lansing. I've had meetings with neighborhood leaders where we've discussed ideas on how to support and boost our neighborhoods. I've pitched the assets and business potential to those that would invest in Lansing and create more jobs in our corridors and our commercial areas. We're formulating plans to fix the crumbling infrastructure, and I'm hearing from many that want to be part of the future of Lansing. We've also received a transition report from former Mayor David Hollister and former Councilwoman and State Representative Joan Bauer, outlining many important ideas for the city that were collected during the transition. I'm proud of the great diversity of opinions from so many Lansing residents and friends that weighed in as part of the necessary citizen input, which is so important for this city. So thank you to Mayor Hollister and Representative Bauer for your, for your work in leading the transition. Is Representative Bauer here? We weren't sure. There she is. So during our transition, we promised to hit the ground running, and we'd done just that. On my full, first full day in office, I was joined by many members and friends of the Latino community in Old Town as we officially unveiled Cesar Chavez Avenue. It was a... It was a beautiful 12-degree day, and I am touched by the many people who were concerned for my safety when advising me not to climb a ladder in the snow ever again. Uh, from that first day, we haven't stopped, and I am excited to share with you the many great things on the horizon for Lansing. It's appropriate that we're here in one of Lansing's beautiful school buildings to talk about the city. As mayor, I recognize that the future of the city of Lansing is directly connected to the excellence of our schools. In order to have a successful city, we must partner with the Lansing School District in order to grow and be prosperous. As a father whose children are students in the Lansing School District, and as someone passionate about Lansing, this is very personal to me. We're grateful for the leadership of Superintendent Yvonne Kamal Kanul, as well as our outstanding Lansing School Board and all the great work they've done for our children. So thanks to all of the Lansing school, school Board members here with us today and for all the work you do for the children here in Lansing. So the partnership between the Lansing School District and the City of Lansing is absolutely critical for those of us who live in this wonderful, wonderful city. And, you know, we have people who live in Lansing who, you know, might have gone away to school, right, Rob? You went to West Point. It's true. And you're a Sexton. Should have been a big red. Should have been a big red. Yeah, and Rob is the head of our construction project here with the bond. And that's what this 
partnership does for our community. It brings the city of Lansing together with the Lansing School District, and then we're allowed to do this wonderful bond project where we are you know, recreating our schools for the community in which we live. And that's what the Lansing School District family and the city of Lansing family is all about. I'm so looking forward to the future of our partnership. And I'm really proud of what we've done. I'm proud to be the superintendent of Lansing. But what I'm really, really most proud of is them over there. During the transition, it became abundantly clear that our schools and our city should work together. That's why I'll be designating someone at the city to be a liaison between the city of Lansing and the Lansing School District. This individual will work with our schools to help the city to support and promote Lansing School District programs. We need to provide better customer service to all of our residents, and this includes those in our schools. Another priority that has become obvious during the campaign and the transition is how we can support our residents and neighborhoods. My first executive order was to make neighborhoods a top priority by creating a Department of Neighborhoods and Citizen Engagement. This new department places neighborhoods front and center in my administration and will greatly improve the way we communicate with our citizens. I'm excited for the work that they will do, and I'm proud to have Andy Crawford leading this department. Andy truly loves Lansing, and lives and breeds all of our neighborhoods here in Lansing. She's a great example of someone who knows that Lansing's time is now. Well, I'm so happy to be living in Lansing. It's where uh, my husband, son, and I live on Lansing's east side. We love our neighborhood, great places to go explore, wonderful small businesses that surround those neighborhoods. And I love the neighborhoods in Lansing because they are so close-knit. We've got so many things planned about how to communicate with citizens and how to get citizens involved in their neighborhoods. We have so much great work going on across the city, so many great neighborhood leaders with great ideas and energy. And at the city, we want to make sure that we are equipping neighborhoods to do the great work and execute those exciting projects and ideas that they have to help make their community, our community, an exciting and wonderful, safe, and um, you know, high-quality place to live. So it's going to be an exciting year in Lansing. It's a great place to live. It's a great place to work, play, grow, um, and we're ready to get started. That was awesome. So Andy and her team will be in the community working directly with many of you as we build citizen capacity in Lansing. She will continue and enhance many of our important neighborhood and citizen programs. One such program is Walking Wednesdays, which are weekly walking tours in the neighborhoods throughout the city. I've participated in a few of these, and they are great ways to see and showcase our neighborhoods. We will also continue important neighborhood programs like Neighborhoods in Bloom and Block by Block, which beautify and revitalize our neighborhoods, as well as our Love Lansing celebration, our senior fair and other community service events, and our monthly neighborhood roundtables. Additionally, the department will host quarterly housing and neighborhood resource summits, bringing important city resources and information sharing into our neighborhoods. Thank you again to the Lansing School District, who will be hosting these important community events. The first summit of 2018 will be held in the Fourth Ward, which covers much of the western part of Lansing, next Tuesday, February 13th, at Willow, at Willow Elementary School. In the fall of 2018, we'll be launching our Citizens Academy, a program that will engage citizens to learn more about how the city of Lansing operates. 
The Academy will focus on exploring many facets of city government. The neighborhood team will also be creating a new program called Serve Lansing, a citywide community service plan. Serve Lansing will increase citizen engagement and connect our residents, increase volunteer opportunities through large-scale neighborhood cleanups and focus on strengthening neighborhoods through emergency preparedness and response. But we won't do this alone. We'll be joined by our Serve Lansing committee partners, which I'm proud to announce are Michigan State University, the United Way, the Lansing Board of Water and Light, and the Red Cross. We also must continue to help our own residents to become economically sound. We'll continue the excellent work done by our Office of Financial Empowerment, which is a nationally recognized program here in Lansing that helps citizens save money for the future. This program will be moved into our Department of Neighborhoods and Citizen Engagement. Lansing participants in this, pro in this program that successfully decreased their debt did so by a total of nearly $2.5 million in a two-year span. Lansing participants who increased savings did so by more than $250,000. Financial empowerment is the first step towards economic independence. We'll continue to support this program because economic development begins at home. These and other exciting efforts are just the beginning of what our new Neighborhoods and Citizen Engagement Department can do, and I'm excited to see what else they come up with. Thanks, Andy and the team. We're expecting great things for our Lansing neighborhoods. <laughs> While we're helping our neighborhoods, we can't forget that we need to attract and retain talent to these neighborhoods and to our commercial areas. We must have excellent quality of life, fun things to do, retail and businesses where people can shop, and great entertainment options. Having a teen and a preteen, I know what it's like when children are stuck in the house with nothing to do. Luckily, here in Lansing, we have options. One jewel here in Lansing is Impression 5. I'm so excited about all the upgrades and new exhibits that they have accomplished. If you haven't been to I-5 recently, then go there. I don't care if you're five or 50. This is a wonderful hands-on place to learn. Thanks to the I-5 Executive Director, Eric Larson, for his hard work. I believe he's here. Eric, if you'll stand up. I also have to compliment their board under the leadership of past President Noah Smith and under the new leadership of President Aaron Shore. And yes, that's a shameless plug for my wife. I'm also excited to announce that we're adding to the many things for our youth to do by launching a new Midnight Basketball program for this coming summer. Midnight Basketball is a nationally proven concept that lifts youth through a structured athletic environment that emphasizes teamwork, camaraderie, discipline, interpersonal skills, and attention to educational enrichment. As part of this effort, we will also have wraparound services to, to assist families that participate. These services have been shown nationally to make this Midnight Basketball concept even more successful. Our kids will have something to do and not get in trouble, and we're able to assist the families as well. The Mayor's Office of Community and Faith-Based Initiatives will connect with our community, faith institutions, businesses, and educational partners to provide safe, structured environments for our youth during the summer hours of 8 p.m. until midnight. These venues will be a welcome alternative for many at-risk youth and will offer a positive way to counteract many possible negative influences and challenges that could present themselves to our youth here in Lansing during the summer months. So I'm excited that Lansing will provide for these activities to help our youth to be positive members of society and I look forward to shooting some hoops with our kids here in Lansing.
Lansing has a wealth of talented artists and performers. We are a very cultured city. We need to do more to showcase the incredible talent and creativity of those here in Lansing. We need to capitalize on the resources that we have and maximize the value they can bring to our community. So I am now officially announcing what may be the worst kept secret in Lansing thanks to my friends at the City Pulse. I'm announcing that we'll be establishing a blue ribbon commission on arts and culture here in the city of Lansing. We'll look to our... <laughs> Sorry, still getting used to it. We will look to our tremendous creative sector to come together and make recommendations on how we can ensure art and culture and entertainment are an integral part of our community. Our region has great venues for arts and performances, including band shells, theaters, and, and even the Wharton Center. Lansing can and should add to this, art, to this art culture that already provides for millions of dollars in revenue for our region and attracts those looking for a creative and fun experience when they decide where to live and work. So I'm excited to make that announcement and have that commission get up and running. We have so many great partners in the city of Lansing. One of the priorities I outlined in my vision document, which was also in the transition report we received, was to boost the use and look of our riverfront. Riverfront development increases economic activity and development in many communities in Michigan and throughout the world. So today I'm excited to announce that the city of Lansing is partnering with the Capital Region Community Foundation to update and upgrade our downtown riverfront and make it into a place where everyone will want to enjoy spending some time. There will be several new projects announced and worked on over the next few months along the downtown riverfront. This effort will make Lansing a more vibrant city and a great place for recreation for residents and visitors. The Community Foundation is leading the way by granting up to $1 million to match contributions from businesses, organizations, and individuals towards these projects. It will activate our downtown riverfront with projects including new kayak launches, boat docking, a riverfront, a riverbank classroom near Impression 5, a lighted forest, which is supposed to be awesome, uh, fireplaces, and both new and improved parks and fishing areas. I look forward to kicking off the first projects this spring along the river near the Lansing City Market, and I invite everyone to join us to make Lansing a city that cherishes and shows off its riverfront. Part of what makes all of these great projects possible is continuing to focus city government on development. As part of the restructuring of city government, we are prioritizing growing jobs and development in Lansing. To accomplish this, I've created a new Department of Economic Development and Planning. By realigning our departments and focusing on economic development, we'll build our city according to our community's vision and make job creation easier. We can be strategic and target those neighborhoods, corridors, and commercial areas in our city that need the most attention. In its first month, this new department and its director, Brian McGrain, is already focused on a myriad projects that will change the way our city looks and operates. We look forward to announcing many initiatives and development projects as we move closer to the summer. Also, as part of the economic development effort, we must work to support our small businesses as we grow our downtown, our commercial areas, and our corridors. I'm pleased to announce a new partnership with the Lansing Economic Area Partnership, or LEAP as we call them, that will provide small business financing to entrepreneurs in Lansing and throughout the region. This new program, called Fund Lansing, will utilize the global online crowd lending platform Kiva in order to leverage more funding for startup businesses. By using the proven Kiva method, more people in the region will have access to zero interest loans of up to, to $10,000 to achieve their dreams of owning their own business. 
The Kiva website also pro provides local applicants exposure to hundreds of thousands of investors around the world who will now have the opportunity to invest here in Lansing. With LEAP's help, the city of Lansing will take Fund Lansing a step further to provide additional support to Lansing-based entrepreneurs. For qualified small businesses in the city of Lansing, we will match the loan funds raised by Kiva dollar for dollar. This enhancement to Fund Lansing will make it much easier and faster for Lansing-based entrepreneurs to reach their total funding goals. Overall, Fund Lansing will fill a big need for local entrepreneurs who wish to start or expand a business but can't get financing through traditional lending sources. The city is excited to be a leading partner, a partner in this initiative, and I'm excited to help bring more entrepreneurs and small businesses to our commercial areas and neighborhood corridors. Throughout the summer and fall, as I talk to people at doors and events, the poor condition of our roads was the most common theme that I've heard. Fixing our roads and sidewalks is a top priority during the campaign I committed to go, and I committed to go neighborhood by neighborhood to craft a plan to repair priority roads. So I will be starting up my roadmap neighborhood tour in early March to talk to residents in our neighborhoods about their roads. And I'll be inviting my city council colleagues to join me in this effort. Together, we prioritize where our money goes when fixing roads. We currently spend over $5 million on road projects each year, yet we need to spend close to $25 million annually just to maintain our streets in their current condition. We clearly have a finite amount of funding, and we need to be strategic about how we allocate scarce resources. How did I get those numbers? Well, one of the first meetings when I stepped foot in City Hall was with the city's new Department of Public Service Director, Andy Kilpatrick. He'll be traveling. <laughs> He will be traveling with me neighborhood to neighborhood, including his own neighborhood in Lansing, as we work on priority fixes of the city. What I really love is the fact that I live here, I work here, this is my community, it's part of me, and I feel like I'm part of the community, not just that I work for the city of Lansing, but I'm part of Lansing. So anytime I'm out making a decision, I know it will impact the residents the same way it will impact me. And that gives me both credibility and an understanding of the decisions I'm making, how they're gonna impact everyone else around me. I'm able to have a house here that I can afford and still be able to do other great things. I love being part of a neighborhood, feeling part of a community, and thinking that when I contribute to the city, I'm also contributing to my neighborhood, my family, and everyone around me. Andy's gonna work on his karate kicks for next year. So while people want a plan moving forward, they also want to know where road dollars have been allocated in the past. I have said that we'll be transparent in showing that your money is really going to work, and I'll keep that promise. So we will be posting a comprehensive list of the roads that have been fixed and the cost of those fixes on the City of Lansing's website. I'm also proud to announce that in the coming year, we will dedicate all of the dollars raised through Lansing's dedicated road millage only towards road projects and fixing roads. We can't fix... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> With support of council. <laughs> we can't fix every road in the city today, but we can inform our citizens of the work we're doing so you know that we're working hard for you as we continue to fix our aging infrastructure. Additionally, we're not just going to be transparent on fixing roads. Now that it's winter, I still hear about potholes, 
but I also hear a lot about snow plows. People want to know if and when their streets are getting plowed. So this month, GPS-based automatic vehicle location technology was installed on all the city's plow and salt trucks. With this in place, citizens will be able to check online when their street was plowed. Our goal is to expand this program to all city vehicles, including code enforcement and building safety vehicles in the future. While talking to residents over the summer, I also know that citizens are very concerned about public safety in Lansing. The Lansing Police and Fire Department work hard to keep us safe every day, and that hard work has resulted in violent crime being down 13% in our community in the last two years. But while crime is down overall, we, like too many communities across the nation, are confronted with a significant opioid crisis. Our police officers and paramedics are responding every day to emergencies as a result of opioid use and overdoses. The use of Narcan, Narcan the only FDA-approved treatment for an opioid overdose, has nearly doubled by our first responders since 2015. In the 37 days of this calendar year, our city has already seen 20 heroin overdoses and four fatalities. Our first responders are handling this threat every single day, and we're grateful to their heroic efforts in combating this tragic epidemic. I've also heard many requests from residents for police patrols for speeders, concerns about home invasions, requests for cars parked illegally to be ticketed, fireworks complaints, and many, many other issues that would require law enforcement to be pretty much everywhere at the same time. While we always encourage people to call the police when there are problems in the neighborhood, we will now offer a new tool for citizens to receive assistance. We'll be launching a new smartphone app that can be used to report crime. It's called Mobile PD, and will be available to Lansing residents next month. We know that not everyone will utilize an app on their phone to report crime, and we'll still have 911 and non-emergency phone response. This is another tool in the toolbox for residents to request assistance from our police. It's also complementary to our Lansing Connect website and app, which allows citizens to report code violations, street lights that are out, and other city services when people need assistance. These efforts are all part of the smart city tools that Lansing can and will utilize to ensure our residents are safe. Now that we've been in office for a month, it's important to evaluate what's the city doing, what are our metrics. Metrics are very important to ensuring a successful city. I had a chance recently to hear Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti talk about how he uses metrics for a better governance and to assure a bright future in Los Angeles. He told us that metrics are not sexy to the public, but they ensure a bright future and great city. As part of the US Conference of Mayors, I learned that one of the common themes is good mayors borrow from other mayors, but great mayors steal from other mayors. <laughs> so I will be stealing these ideas from Mayor Garcetti, with his permission, of course, to ensure that we are doing the best for our citizens. But this isn't just happening on the West Coast. I'd like to acknowledge Kalamazoo Mayor Bobby Hopewell for the work he's doing in Kalamazoo. Imagine Kalamazoo 2025 is an innovative community engagement plan that has created a strategic vision for that city. So Mayor Hopewell, thank you for all you're doing, and I know that we plan to steal your ideas and use them here in Lansing to copy the success of Kalamazoo. Mayor Hopewell is here with us today, and I'd like to ask him to stand so you can be recognized.
Like metrics, customer service isn't sexy, but it's critical. There is nothing more frustrating than calling or emailing the city and not receiving a response or being redirected to many different places. In my legislative office, we always had one person who would receive concerns and complaints about state government, then get an answer for the constituent. So, as promised during the campaign, we're hoping that concept of, we're, we're bringing that concept of response to the city of Lansing through the creation of a citizen advocate, an individual housed in my office whose job it will be to work with our residents, our visitors, and our businesses to ensure that there is efficient and effective response, response time and customer service in the city of Lansing. We won't guarantee that you'll always like the answer. After all, people will still have to pay their taxes. But we will ensure that you'll get a fast and complete answer to your question or concern. We will help get through the red tape of city government and improve communication with our residents. Our citizen advocate will join my office at the end of the month, but I'd like to introduce you all to Mark Lawrence. Mark has spent more than a decade in the Michigan legislature working from within government to reach positive outcomes for taxpayers. He has tremendous experience collaborating with others to achieve results, and I'm excited to utilize his experience for those in Lansing. Mark is here with us today with his family, although his wife Gabrielle is unable to be here due to a work conflict. But if her name sounds familiar, it's because she serves our children as a Lansing school board member. Uh, Mark, will you please stand so everyone knows who to contact when they have issues? In my inaugural speech, in addition to talking about excitement, I talked about unity and how the Lansing community is unified towards our positive future. We reject the divisiveness that we've seen throughout the nation. Now, more than ever, we need to come together as a community and as a region to heal and end the divisiveness. But while we're positive about Lansing and our future, we must recognize that the last few weeks and months here have been a trying time for our region and have shed light on the potential for evil that we could all face. And we haven't experienced this in a vacuum. It's been felt and witnessed throughout the nation and the world. My heart goes out to the victims of the heinous crimes perpetrated by Larry Nasser, some of whom I know personally. And we must be ever vigilant to not anything like that ever happen again. To ensure this, we must always engage the help of, of everyone who shapes the fabric of Lansing. Uh, as I mentioned at our annual Martin Luther, King holiday, Martin Luther King Jr. holiday luncheon, I'm going to be creating a diversity commission to celebrate the great diversity that we display every day here in Lansing and to find ways to work the issues that may divide us. Also, I'll be creating an interfaith advisory council organized by the Lansing Office of Faith-Based and Community Initiatives as a source of input and collaboration with the faith community regarding social challenges, quality of life, and ensuring that Lansing is a welcoming city to all. As we think about the future of Lansing, we need to recognize that it's closely intertwined with the futures of many of our neighbors. We need to think regionally as we grow, provide services, and advance the greater Lansing region. Many people have asked me how we can get everyone together regionally to work off of the same page. I've spoken with some of our regional partners already, but I'd like to bring everyone together to discuss many of these important issues. I'm excited to share that we're now organizing a regional summit for later this year. Michigan State University has agreed to convene this summit and to, play, to provide a place to meet in addition to other resources so that this discussion can be successful for all of us in the Lansing region. And while we're looking at what we can do for the city in the next few years, 
we also have to look long-term. We need to ensure that the city is on solid financial ground in the future so that our children will have the city services that they need and deserve. That's why I'm announcing that we are rebooting our Lansing Financial Health Team. This important resource, originally put together by Mayor Bonero in 2012, provides necessary experience and is a critical resource to address our future financial challenges. The city of Lansing faces $680 million in future unfunded pension and healthcare costs, according to the latest report. Now, while this bill doesn't come due for a number of years, we need solutions now. While this won't be easy, it will take partnerships, vision, and innovation to address these challenges. We want to take care of those that have helped the city in the past, but we also must ensure we can help the city in the future. We will engage many partners, whether current or past workers, the business community, neighborhood leaders, financial experts, or others to help provide solutions. I'm charging the FHT to come up with specific recommendations and the accompanying potential cost savings in the next six months. Their work won't end there, but I and I value their input on future growth and partnerships, but we need to start working on solutions as soon as possible. I'm also excited that we are not doing this alone. There are others in the greater Lansing area who value the importance a successful Lansing would be to our regional economy. Again, Michigan State University has committed aid and resources to the city of Lansing towards updating the regional report from 2013. This will help us determine and address the options and magnitude of our fiscal challenges. Additionally, MSU is committing student resources to help us grapple with these important challenges. I thank MSU for their continued willingness to assist Lansing. Go Green! So as you all know, there's a tremendous excitement in Lansing, and we have lots of work to do. My staff and I are extremely busy, and that won't stop. We love our jobs, and we love this city. We're in week six, and we have no plans to slow down. The pieces are in place. We are united and moving together in a positive manner. We're ready to grow. We're ready to thrive. We are in concert with our neighbors in support of this great region. I'm happy to report to you that the state of the city is in a good place, and we have plans to do so much more. I greatly appreciate the work of my staff and the mayor's office, our department heads, and every city employee that's doing the job to make Lansing a great place to live, work, visit, and do business. I thank all of them for the work so far and the work that they're going to do. Our future is truly bright in the city of Lansing. So thank you for joining me here today. Thank you for all that you're willing to do to help Lansing succeed and thrive in the future. And thank you for your support of our wonderful city. So I've said it before, and you're gonna hear it again and again, Lansing's time is now. Thank you, everyone. Good job. Yeah, that, one, that one was painful. Good. I was watching for I'm still, I'm still mic'd up. Mike. Yeah, I know. I, I just go over and hug him. Come over here and yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. This is so. T now, is this the best place in the world to live, work, and learn? Lansing? Oh, my gosh. 
This is great. This is great. There is so much to look forward to here in Lansing. Thank you so much, Mayor Shore, for your leadership and all of you who are leading this city forward as well. And thank you to all of you for coming tonight and for indulging me as your MC. Uh, and thank you for being at Pattengill Academy, soon to be the new Eastern High School on this chilly night. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Bye, Edmund.